You are listening to Innovators Can Laugh with Eric Melcher, where I dive into the interesting and fascinating stories of innovators and startup founders from Europe. Let's dive in. Hey, happy New Year's, everybody. I am looking forward to an exciting 2022. Yeah, 2022. That's kind of a little tongue twister right there, 2022. Anyway, I've got a special guest, Pia Ona Indruinate. She is the chief marketing officer for CDB, which is one of the largest car sharing services in Eastern Europe. Pia, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, hey, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Very excited. Uh, always love a good chat. So it's going to be fun, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You were saying that a lot of your team has COVID. Yes. Have you had COVID yet or have you been one of the uh, the lucky ones? I'm one of the lucky ones. This is the closest it has gotten to me. So yeah, now I'm staying at home and uh, praying for my team to get better because now we have nothing else fun to do while everyone is <laughs> with fever at home. <laughs> okay, so before we dive in, tell us a little bit about you and about what you do at City B. Sure. So I'm Pia and I help with the marketing for CTB. So I don't know if anyone in Lithuania, in Latvia, most people know CTB. It's uh, not just a car sharing brand. It's not just to get from A to B. We like being fun. We like enjoying our communication. And so basically what we do in marketing, we just have fun. And uh, if there's any conversations, anything uh, that's happening in the office, it's usually what we translate to our audiences. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's jump into this. Okay. First question. I've got for you here is what would your best friend say your superpower is, Pia? Ooh, my superpower is... What would your best friend say yeah, it is? Yeah, <laughs> they would say manipulating people, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you know, puppy eyes are like, uh, like, look very good. And yeah, so, so they, they call it manipulating people. That's why you're chief marketing yeah, officer. Exactly. That's how you get there. You get there. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what is a favorite TV show or movie that you can watch again and again? There are so many of these. I watch way too much of TV. Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind, I guess, Westworld, the TV show. I've seen it like too many times and it's still good. Hey, I never saw that. So you recommend it? Oh, yes. When Game of Thrones were done and like there was the yeah. global crisis of what are people going to do, they kind of introduced just before the last season, the Westworld. And the first season of it is just fascinating and amazing. Really recommend a bit of sci-fi, a bit of great characters, a bit of confusion, amazing plot twists in the first uh, season. And then you have to kind of rewatch it to make sense of it while knowing what's actually happening. So. All right. Okay. Well, I will check it out. Okay. All right. Uh, tell us something that you splurge on and splurge on, meaning you kind of, you know, you kind of reward yourself. Um, it's something that other people may find, oh, wait a minute, you know, you spend too much money on that, but this is something that you really like for yourself, to treat yourself. Uh, how I you mean like how I treat myself more or less, right? Like uh, the kind yeah. of rewards. Oh, food delivery. <laughs> and they do that like every day, twice a day. I think I'm one of the top clients for Walt. Uh, because, and everything it's like, yeah, it was a fun meeting. I should reward myself with a nice burger. And then like the food at my fridge is just rotting away every week. But yeah, <laughs> always good. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So let's, um, I've got a few fill in the blank questions mm -hmm. for you, Pia, and I need you to finish the sentence here. Okay. Well, let's do this first. Yeah. First one here is members of Lithuania's social elite are paying thousands of dollars just to experience 
peers like <laughs> just experience peers uh charming meetings uh like weekly meetings and one-on-ones they are great we have a lot of fun so i assume like everyone would love that some motivational speech there and everything Okay, I want to join one of these <laughs> meetings. Can you invite me to like one oh, of your absolutely, meetings? Absolutely, just usually being <laughs> from topic to topic, getting very angry and then very happy and just excited. Yeah, I'm a very emotional <laughs> person and I'm not afraid to hide it at work. So it's uh, it's confusing, it's motivational, it's uh, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, the weekly one-on-one meetings, they're great. Okay, please, I'd love to be a guest invite. Send me an invite and if, we'll I'll just do, sit there, we'll sit do. back and yeah, listen. We'll do. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Okay, finish this other sentence here. Instead of flowers for Valentine's Day, and I'm hoping Valentine's Day is kind of kind of something over there in Lithuania. I'm not sure if it yeah, is or isn't. Yeah, it is. It is. All right. All right. We've heard of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of flowers for Valentine's Day, Pia would rather receive blank. Bottles of wine. That's always much, much, be- much better than flowers, I assume. Okay. I like how you said bottles with a plural, yeah, right? Yeah. You didn't like, say a bottle yeah. of wine. If, if it's flowers, then I'm assuming like, you know, like uh, one <laughs> by one, it should be equal kind of numbers. So if it's a bouquet of flowers, then it'd be like a bouquet of wine. This is like, that would be amazing. One bottle too. It's like, you know, it's everyday gifts or something. A bouquet <laughs> of wine bottles. I would be very impressed. And uh Excited. <laughs> <laughs> and the present will be okay. used, uh, very well. Okay. See, I don't I don't know if you're like you're you're married or single or not, but if you're <laughs> single and people are listening, they need to take note, yes, right? Because yes, yes, they, <laughs> they need to show up with a case, a case of bottles of wine for you. Exactly. My right. friends, they more or less know that this is the direction they should be taking. So here you go. Okay. Okay. I'm curious if there's bottles of wine at the uh, City B office in the fridge over there. No, 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 no. No? Yeah, at no? work, no. Like, uh, because, like, you know, dry- drinking and driving is not a great combination. And while we're at work, we're, like, fully ambassadors of, of it. So, uh, yeah, there's okay. the work time where there is, like, uh-huh. absolutely zero kind of tolerance okay. for alcohol. But then the moment you leave the office, it's a different kind of a talk. Yeah, I get it. I know compliance is listening. They could be listening. So <laughs> you... <laughs> I said everything well, yes. <laughs> yes. Good job. Good job. Okay. Another fill in the blank here. Before Pia runs for president of Lithuania, she must destroy all evidence of her involvement with blank. Okay. This is too close to heart. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all the evidence of those bottles of wine that people <laughs> I think uh, I think you'll get it, yeah. So a bit of a boring answer, but I, I guess, uh, you know, every chatty person has some stories with that involves wine, alcohol brands and not nice pictures. So ugh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's jump into, uh, let's jump into your career a little bit. I you were telling me that people wanted to keep you over there at City B. You were planning on leaving and they did something kind of kind of strange in order to keep you. They were posting messages to you on billboards throughout the city. What, what's going on here? What happened? Yeah, so basically that's more or less happened. Um, I was working at City B for more than a year, uh, maybe one year and a half. Uh, I loved it there, but uh, I had a call uh, from Google. And they invited me to join the team. So when 
Google calls you, you don't say no, of course. And uh, after a nice chat with the, with the team and with my boss, it was like kind of like the last week. And then one morning I wake up. Of course, I overslept that morning. So I'm like, what's happening? And my phone is just kind of, I don't know, exploding with the notifications and mentions, mentions and comments and calls, uh, et cetera. And yeah, basically what they did, they just put the huge billboard, billboard in the city saying, Pia uh, Pastelik, which is Pia Stay, which is signed by the City B team. Uh, 50 of more than 50 of City B cars, uh, their stickers were changed from City B to PSD, Pastelik. There was this kind of huge influencers campaign that all the influencers that I worked with through the year with City B, they had like the video <laughs> messages saying like PSD, PSD. Yeah, and that thing went completely viral. It's very um, interesting station because my name Pia, it's kind of rare in Lithuania. So like there are not many, I don't know any of the BS, maybe I don't know, there are 10 of us yeah. or something. And so everyone assumed there's a very specific person and who is this person? <laughs> I'm like my face, nobody knew it because it's just like from the name. So uh, that week I used to go into the bar or like, uh, I know, on the public transport, <laughs> like everyone is talking and arguing that she exists, who is she? She did this campaign herself, etc. Like, Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, so it was yeah. hilarious. It was hilarious. Yeah, that thing went viral. It was crazy, silly. Even uh, I think one of my favorite stories from that time after I actually left and the next day I'm, I'm getting the call from the head of customer support and she's asking me, Bia, did you by any chance lose your ID card? I'm like, yes, maybe. I assumed it was at home, but why are you calling? Uh, why are you asking? And she's like, yeah, so someone just called our call center to say that Bia lost her ID card. So basically some person found my ID and from the name only, he was like, no, I'm not going to message her on Facebook. I'm going to call City B and tell her that Pia lost her ID. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I do confirm that it's the easiest, um, one of the easiest Lithuanian names I've come across. <laughs> And one of the shortest Lithuanian names come across. <laughs> yes, exactly. My parents really wanted to give me a short name, but they couldn't decide between two. So they actually gave me two short names, which is kind of equal to one long name. But yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, now, the, your team, that was pretty creative. Since then, you're employing some other creative methods to recruit and attract new members to your team. Tell us more about that. What are you doing? Oh, we have all kind of different uh, campaigns. Some of them, they don't go that viral or big because, you know, we have a very con like exact target audience. So like if these people notice, it's cool. And I remember even before Bia Pastelik, we had like two weeks to hire like 10 uh, programmer guys, developers, which is like mission impossible uh, in Lithuania. And we actually did it. Uh, what we're doing, we bought the boxes of donuts and we made these kind of very mysterious notes saying like, Hey, like, we like your work. We want you to join us uh, at 4 p.m. Open your LinkedIn. And then it didn't have any CTB logo in it, but wait, just an orange. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. wait a minute. You sent them donuts and with a message that said, open your LinkedIn at four o'clock? Yes, exactly. And we didn't, we didn't send it to them. Basically, it was me at the CEO at the time. We're actually going to the offices and we're like, yeah, yeah, we are like the courier guys. Like, we, I didn't, we know nothing. We have to deliver this thing. And then we kind of go. And it's basically the, the CEO or me just handing in those donuts and just running away. And then basically, <laughs> yeah, and then at 4 p.m., that person opens the LinkedIn and it's the message from the CEO saying, hey, so I just gave you donuts and uh, we think we want you. And like, uh, we are willing to do whatever it takes to get you. And uh, so, yeah, so, so basically it's kind of worked. Like we got the full team in like a few weeks. So 
it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. That is that is so cool. So was was it a LinkedIn? Was it a LinkedIn video call or was it just a text message? At that back then, it was just a LinkedIn text message. So open and then basically there is the request uh, from the CEO at the time with the message, like yeah. explaining like, so yeah, so we are from City B. Did you guess it? Did you yeah. not? Most people guessed that it was City B because of the color and because of the weird way to, you know, to contact you. So and then from there, like the CEO took it like, are you willing Usually if people kind of open, like at that point, most like 80% of them were willing to go to the, just to chat, a call, et cetera. And then they chart took it from there. Yeah. Oh, so when you dropped the donuts off, you, that's all you said. They didn't even know yeah. who you guys were, yeah, where exactly. you were from. Exactly. It was just like, this box, <laughs> and, it was like and I remember the guys like, who is this from? I'm like, we don't know. We're just delivering. We're just doing what we're told. We have no idea. We are from here and here. And then we just usually run away. And some of us like. You can see like how people react. And it's also been interesting case, like the whole office runs around that person while he's unpacking this kind of mysterious box with the mysterious message telling him to open LinkedIn at uh, 4 p.m. So yeah, this is kind of another headhunting campaign that we did um, ages ago, but uh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Oh man. Now when they did come on board, did, um, you know, after a while, I'm assuming they were probably asking like, hey, when are we going to get some donuts here in the office? Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what attracted me to the cake. Exactly. Actually, to, to be honest, at that time, because we were buying so many donuts for these things, and then sometimes you try to deliver, the person's not there. So what do we do? Okay, we take it back to the office. So for like a week, like uh, the whole office couldn't stand a look at the uh, donuts anymore. Like we're, it was too much. <laughs> so we had a break after that, but yeah. Okay. So tell me about another time you did something that was kind of crazy. I know you you you, you were like co-founder of a vintage and upcycling society. You were like a facilitator of a program called I Heart Consent, right? I mean, is there something that sticks out and you look back and you're like, God, I had a lot of fun doing that. That was like one of my most creative things. Uh, absolutely. Uh, this is like all that crazy stuff was happening in my student years. Uh, during my bachelor's degree, I was studying at the UK and uh, I was a super shy person who was trying to push herself into a very not comfortable situation. So every time I push myself, I register for something, I start doing it. And I'm like, oh, why am I doing this to myself? Like, I hate this. But uh, yeah, so the all of that was fun. Like, I think uh, one of the funniest things, so yeah, I started the Vintage Society because I don't know, I like vintage at that time. And uh, uh, so, so with some of my friends. And then after that, because of that uh, Vintage Society thing, I got a part-time job as a student at the vintage shop, which was like, oh, it's super nice. It's nicer than working at the bar or something. It's, you know, it's cute. It's cozy, like so many nice things. After working there for half a year and looking at the stuff they're selling, I thought, huh, maybe I can sell stuff. So basically I rented a small area in that vintage shop and I was basically in Lithuania <laughs> buying cheap clothes from Humana and secondhand and basically raiding all my grandmother's closets and buying everything back time it was litter so it's like 50 euro cents shipping everything to uk and then selling at this nice fancy vintage uh, shop for like 40 quid or something so that was quite fun and i like how one or another kind of opportunity pushed me to another and another and another yeah so i was kind of the vintage mogul at the university <laughs> by the end of my bachelor's 
<laughs> now, were your like grandmother or, you know, whatever the people you were getting clothes from, were they just like surprised? They were asking you like, why do you want my clothes? What were you telling them? Yeah, a little, a little bit. They knew I was kind of weird and like all the time, like I, I like their clothes. But yeah, I was like, I'm making money. This is business. Do you have anything you don't wear? <laughs> Just like, sure. <laughs> so yeah, I know they have nothing left, but uh, yeah. <laughs> what is your style now? Are you probably more like, I don't know, are you casual? Are you still vintage? How would you describe a yourself? Bit of every, a bit of everything. Yeah, I kind of moved away from vintage uh, a little bit more, though I still have some of my grandmother's nice dresses. But now, yeah, at the moment, like, you know, the COVID kind of influenced everyone and the lockdown. So I have like 10 hoodies <laughs> to wear most of the time. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know my style. I like I like mixing um, kind of masculine and punk with the feminine. So it's always like, you know, a black suit, but a suit and then uh, red lips and then a heel or the kind of Doc Martens, etc. So it's kind of something like this. Because I'm uh, okay. I'm kind of small and I have a baby face, so like for me, this kind of punkish, aggressive, masculine clothes I like for work. Because since uh, <clears throat> I became a, a marketing manager for for Citybuild Lithuania when I was what like 22 or something, so I always felt like I need to prove that I am something you know to be reckoned with. I'm not just this baby faced girl that doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Okay. Now for City B, you mentioned that you guys are in Lithuania and Latvia. Is there any other plans for growth outside of those markets? Absolutely. Uh, we are in Estonia as well. So at the Baltics, uh, there's so many plans and we had them for ages. We actually started, uh, we were operating in Poland uh, for a while, but uh, once again, uh, this is the fifth time I'm saying this word COVID <laughs> hit and uh, that kind of hurt the mobility sector a lot. So we had to make some sacrifices and focus on the on the kind of markets that we are, we can be the strongest at. But yeah, the upcoming year, we are launching everywhere. So so now they're kind of like the strategic meetings. What's next? Where else can CTB take over? All right, good for you guys. Good for you guys. And like, how? What other? What are some of the other products that you guys have that people really get excited about? <laughs> well, car sharing now is kind of the the main and key, and I think this is the most fun product that we have. Of course, we have cargo and everything, but the passenger cars, and uh, uh, I think it's it, it is the most fun because uh, product. Like uh, you can go to the road trips, you can I don't know do something fun, go to the you know seaside get uh, get away weekend get away. So uh, we used to have electric scooters as well. We were the first and the largest in Baltics, but uh, we kind of decided to concentrate on on. Uh, Car sharing. Another product that we have is Mybe. Uh, it's at first when we launched it, I didn't get it. For me, it was so boring. It's kind of a car subscription, long rental. So like if CTB is for the short trip or for, or for a weekend, then Mybe is for like half a year or one year. And I was like, ugh, that's so boring. But actually, it's uh, it's getting a very fun, interesting also brand. It's kind of finding its way. It's fun this process of when you launch a new brand and you still don't know like what's the style and voice of it. How do you how does it work? Should it be like quiet and sophisticated or can it be cheeky? So it's a very fun, fun <laughs> process of kind of finding the brand and uh, uh, its own voice. So so that's happening. And now more and more maybe is getting kind of exciting, exciting products, uh, kind of challenging the old school way of getting a car and buying a car of this old school processes of like getting, going to the bank, waiting for the car. So uh, with maybe it just kind of like, we, I think we were calculating it's quicker to get a car from my B for like one year or five years and have it like uh, right outside your house than to order a pizza and receive it. So, yeah, I know. It's crazy. 
Wow. Wow. Hey, on that pizza note, got to ask you here. Sure. Does corn belong on pizza? Does corn belong on pizza? Corn? Yeah. Corn. corn. Like, what? What? I have never heard of such a... Exactly. Wait, what? <laughs> here, here, I'm here in Romania. They, yeah, here, there's a, lot of Romani- there's a lot of Romanians that like corner their pizza. And I'm like, no, no. Huh, stop it, please. Yeah. I never, that's what, yeah. like, what's this word corner? Like, I, I even like, got confused. <laughs> I was like, that can't be, that can't be true. Because yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask about the pineapples. You know, that's the usual question. But <laughs> I was like, oh. okay. <laughs> okay, last question for you. What's something about you that a lot of people don't know? They're not going to see it on your LinkedIn profile. Hmm, about what me. is that, Pia? Yeah, what is that? Uh, okay. The first idea that comes to mind, it's a bit, you know, deep. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, I'm a very emotional person at work. And all the time we used to hear, we usually hear like it's a bad thing, you know, showing emotion is what you need to be rational and you cannot be led by emotion. And I think it's so not true. I'm very, if like, if I get angry, I get angry. And there is like me, I don't know, screaming, well, not screaming, but being all like with attitude uh, instead, like against the board or something. And then if I'm happy, I'm like screaming and like just running around the office saying like, we did this, etc. So uh, I'm a very emotional person at work and I, uh, and I love it. And I think everyone sh- should be like that because uh, it means that something matters to you. Like if you react so emotionally yeah. and it's also kind of a uh, I think it's good for the morale of the group as well. So I'm in one of my motivational one-on-ones. I'm always pushing team also to like really express if they're now, if they're annoyed, if they are happy, if they are stressed, if they are like not sure, if they're tired. So yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Pia Ona, thank you so much for being on the show. For everybody, if you enjoyed this, feel free to subscribe and uh, we'll see you next week on Innovators Can Laugh. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, I'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review and star rating. Also, don't forget to sign up for the ICO newsletter at innovatorscanlaugh.com where you can get the bio and details of each guest. Thanks.